0: Loving me, I loving you, mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life.
1: It's time for another conversation. Welcome to Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, with other people. And people, I'm telling you, I've I've said it over and over again, but thanks to COVID, I've been able to go international and, and meeting a lot of these people scattered all over the world. And we have Ed Snyder this time around. He's a motivational coach, trainer, pastor, author, Several hats, but in all of that, we're going to have a conversation about cleaning up your environment six triggers that are causing that. Welcome, Ed.
2: Thank you, Miss Noreen. And it's a pleasure and an honor to be with you today on your podcast.
1: So let's just set a context. When you said cleaning up your environment, because that could be physical, that could be mental, what do you mean?
2: Well, cleaning up your environment emotionally. when. To you know, according with the book, "Control the Beast: A Guide to Manage Your Emotions" that we wrote about a year ago. Okay. Uh, just if I may, just a little bit of background. How the how because mm-hmm. a lot of people ask me how does this how did this book come about? Okay. I actually was a very angry person. I was the I was the fat kid at school, always getting beat up and made fun of and bullied, and you know, quiet kid, timid uh and then you know that just kind of took its toll and i became an, an angry uh kid teenager young adult and of course that was 42 years ago that my wife and i married and mm-hmm. of course i didn't say hey by the way i'm angry so watch out you know i didn't <laughs> yeah you know i felt like i can, i'm not going there this this is a a wonderful young lady and i want to spend mm-hmm. the rest of my life with her so but at it showed itself at the at the first marital discussion. Um, and, you know, we we had to have a conversation. Of course, 42 years ago, anger management classes or books was basically non-existent. And so we trial and erred, You know, we prayed and read the Bible and got through this. And one thing that I learned in my journey is you've got triggers in your environment that you need to get rid of so you got to what's in your environment that's that's causing negative behavior you know we always okay. want to focus on putting something positive in our emotion or in our environment you know that's going to cause us to do good uh, whether it's you know if you are a church goer then mm-hmm. you know your Bible and pray uh, if you're not necessarily a church goer then you find some kind of Favorite motivational speaker, your Tony Robbins, or you know your quotes, or something to put positive. But what about the negative? We need to be conscious of what are we putting in our emotional environment that's causing mm-hmm. a negative reaction. And sometimes we don't even real, realize that they're, mm-hmm. that they're there.
1: That is so true. So you've narrowed it down to six. So what? Are, well, six common triggers. So what's okay. the first one?
2: Well, the first one, uh, and these, what I put in the book is six common triggers, not necessarily a trigger that you have, but the purpose, here's the, here's the big kahunas. Here's, here's the top six that is prevalent in most cases. Now, one of these triggers that we talk about today doesn't necessarily apply my, my Goal is, it will get you thinking, okay, that ain't it, but what is. So, the number one trigger out there is an addiction to pornography. Uh, because pornography uh, is a very self-centered situation. It's, it's not about mutual love. It's not about satisfaction between husband and wife.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: It is self-gratifying. It is self-centered. And so how this works and how it is a negative, a negative situation is because one, it brings shame, Uh, especially, I mean, you know, when you stand at the altar, you and your, you marry your forever love. It's for better, for worse, for richer, for poor in sickness and in health to keep the only unto her. So long as you both shall live, Mm -hmm. you make a vow to stay faithful to that person so when pornography enters in you know you're looking at somebody else and there's lust involved so it's that would
1: in. yeah it's interesting you should mention that one first because i don't think it's a topic that's talked about enough i, agree. I think but in a lot of circles it's it's you know it's taboo so it's yeah. interesting that that would be the very first one that you yeah. mention
2: well and how that relates to negative emotions is you know, let's let's just play out a scenario, and and it's both male and female where mm-hmm. addiction affects, but prominently male. So, uh, husband is secretly looking at porn mm-hmm. and, um, and and watching it, and you know, getting their thrill off of it. But then they also get inspiration, you know, ideas. Mm-hmm. So now, husband gets with wife. And says, let's try something new. And Mm -hmm. she says, no, I don't want to do that. Well, rejection. And humans don't take real kindly to rejection. But, you know, hey, it's okay. No problem. That's just the first time. But then he gets another idea from his source, Mm -hmm. comes back, and she says no again and over and over. Now it's starting to build up, the rejection. And now frustration builds because in the arena of emotions – We always have to remember anger is always a secondary emotion. Hmm. There's there's always a primary loneliness, anxiety, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. depression, the big kahuna frustration, another one stress. When those are not managed and taken care of, it escalates to anger. Anger escalates to rage, rage escalates to blind rage. And then it's real ugly, real fast. So, Mm. Back to the scenario. I mean, you know, we fail to realize that she doesn't want to be twisted up in a pretzel, swinging from the ceiling, and she's going to say, "You know, it." It's. We also have to realize the Mm. arena that we entered in is fake. It's 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 production. It's they shut the camera off. They put everybody in position. They turn the camera on, and kaboom! You you've got a scene, and so that frustration keeps building, and now we start arguing because we're Mm -hmm. angry and we start rejecting, we start pushing back. And so it becomes a real, real problem in that area of an addiction. Hmm. That's one trigger that triggers. Yeah. 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 Number two, number two is, and this may sound a little silly, but the stats are there. The data is there. And that is, what are you watching in your videos, in your television programs, that—that uh, that is, you know, the eye is the window of the soul. Yes. Uh, the Bible says, whatsoever man thinketh in his heart. Mm-hmm. So what we see gets into our minds, and then what's in our minds gets into our heart and becomes an emotion. Yes. Offen- an offense, it first starts with something we see or hear. Uh, perception is everything what we perceive becomes law in our own mind mm-hmm. so true. the longer that we believe true. that now or no the longer we think on that now it becomes a belief system it is now in our heart and here we go we start it starts flying out of our mouth mm-hmm. so what are you watching are you watching violence are you watching something that is degrading mm-hmm. uh, to children, to your spouse. Uh, again, what are you feeding your mind? Can be a trigger to negative emotions.
1: True, because I find that even even my own TV watching or or, or movie watching, there comes a time and after a while I'm like, okay, enough enough violence. Because yeah. I, I I have I have a tendency of of watching. All of these shows showing what life is like in prison, then you wonder if all this is also fake. But just think, yeah. I don't I don't know. I just had this fascination, and I find that sometimes, and even i i found that over while I had to stop watching Criminal Minds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, <laughs> okay, this show. If I'm not careful, it's gonna mess with my mind. So I I, I can totally relate to what you're saying. Yeah. Number three.
2: Number three. The next mm-hmm. area that we examine, of course, is reading choices. As much as we're seeing through television, videos, whatever, what are we reading? You know, mm. I'm a reader. I love, I love reading. Same here. Same here. Right now, my reading goal, I'm at 30, 30 books so far this year. I love, love, love to read. But the question, and and to some, a book is like a video. You know, they dive emotionally when they're reading and in their heart in their mind, they're playing out that story. They're imagining the scenes and all of that stuff. So here we have to understand is our reading choices become a tr- hmm. in negative emotions. Now, just the opposite of that, you know, a good book can be a very positive thing in our life. Sure. Uh, you know, my favorite subjects is personal growth, of course, anything that's going to make me grow. Uh, leadership is a candy stick. And of course, a good book on some theology, because I'm a pastor, is another good book. So that's good things that I'm feeding my mind. Mm -hmm. But what about all those romance novels? Uh, You know, now this is me, my personal choice. You know, I I don't impose it on anybody. I don't read novels. You know, I know a novel is based on a thread of truth, but I just want something that I'm going to learn from if I read it. So... Again, number three is we need mm-hmm. to examine the reading choices. What kind of books are we reading? Is it is it dark? Uh, is it degrading? Is it promoting violence? Is it some kind of mystical magic thing that puts us oh. in a fantasy world? Uh, what are you feeding your mind? Because, again, folks, we have to really understand what we feed ourselves is what we eventually become. Uh, Ed Snyder here on Making It Last podcast. Well, let's get a word from our partners and we'll be right back.
0: You loving me, I loving you. Mothers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for can't live your best life without a healthy immune system. Boost your immune system the delicious way with Zappy's Organic Juices and Punches. Made from local produce with zero added sugar, our juices cleanse and revitalize your body as they boost your natural immunity. Try our delicious flavors. Beat It, Berry Bomb, Get Fresh, Ton Up, and Island Splash. Find us on Instagram at Zappy's Organics. Or call or send a WhatsApp message at one 779 8910 to order today. That's one Zappy's 779 8910 Zappi's Organic Juices and Punches. Live your best life today. For all your events, such as educational forums, workshops, book launches, weddings, and more... Contact Noreen Daly, the ultimate MC and event host. Visit NoreenDaly.com or follow her on Instagram at NoreenDalyJam. Noreen Daly, creating long lasting memories. Does your business lack branding? Having difficulty realizing your vision? Look no further. Splinth Brand Design Consultancy specializes in developing personal and business brands. Services include strategic management, website creation, social media branding, and more. Visit them online at www.wearesplint.com. Splint, the brand you need to succeed. You loving me, I loving you. Mothers and fathers, for life we won't live in the past we're making it last fathers and fathers sisters and brothers
2: friends forever welcome back to making it last podcast with miss noreen you are a product of your environment believe that or not it's a reality the the person that miss noreen you and i are here today The person that we've become was molded a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. It was the environment that we were in then that's produced who we are now. The person that we were five years ago was produced when we were a teenager and so on Mm -hmm. down the line, Mm -hmm. but it never stops. The environment that you have yourself in right now is forming the person you're going to become a year from now, two years, five years from now. So what What kind of material or building blocks are you putting in your environment? And then what kind of person are you going to become? Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. I I am, I am, I am smiling externally and internally because in my other life, I'm an educator. And that's one of the things that more than, more than ever, I try to say to young people, just, you know, a lot of the things you're doing now is going to determine what happens later. And sometimes they don't get it. And I'm like, a lot of what I'm saying is not going to make sense now. Five, 10 years down the line, they'll be like, oh, that's what she meant. But that 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 is so true. Because when I think back in terms of even why it is that I'm doing this now. And a lot of how I am now. And I think, I think, and you know, I, I became comfortable hearing the sound of my voice because of my father. Because I remember growing up in worship, I'd always read something. And he mm-hmm. always encouraged it. I'm like, look at me now, comfortable yeah. hearing my voice. It's coming from that. So I said, yes, school had a lot to do with it over time, sure. but a lot of it, you know, came from my 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 home yeah. environment. We're at what number four now? Number four.
2: And mm-hmm. again, this your your audience is probably going to laugh at this one because I know when I did the research years ago, I laughed. Number four is the area of professional wrestling. Watching that you know, a fan of professional wrestling. Uh, to me, it is so fake and phony. I, I, you know, I'm like, it's a waste of time. However, there are people that really dive in to this professional wrestling Mm -hmm. and it goes along the same, the same concept that we have been talking about is what are you feeding yourself from your environment? You are a product of your environment. So again, if we're constantly watching professional wrestling, we are we are. Let me say this: a child, a child does what they see and says what they hear. Okay. We think we we're under the 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 deception that because we're an adult, that's yeah. does apply. Yes, it does. It just takes longer. We do what we see and we say what we hear. But eventually, uh, but uh, it takes us a little longer to get there because we're adults. Children are very impressionable. When Spider the first Spider-Man movie came out, my son, who's now 24, was like, I don't know, five or six. Well, he sat down and watched that movie, and the minute it was over, he's running around the house <laughs> casting webs. Yeah. And so very impressionable. But yet we do the same thing. Where do we get our fashion from in our world? Uh, you know, the dictionary is constantly changing because somebody creates a new word with a new meaning. You know, these, these young people today, well, I don't even know if they still use it, but they say, man, that is sick. Well, when I grew up, sick means you're somewhere in, in the bathroom. <laughs> up. That's, yeah. that's what we call sick. But today, <laughs> and that's sick. That's something that's cool. It's awesome. It looks great or, you know, whatever. So, you know, our world changes. Now, Back to the professional wrestling scene. I dealt with a family a few years ago uh, that brought this point out really to life. Uh, They have two boys, young boys in elementary school, and they were constantly having trouble. The school was calling them at least three times a week. You know, we've got problems with your son. Uh, You know, he did this and he did that, and they've had to go pick him up and bring him home. You know there was a couple of two day three day suspensions and all that. I said, well, what are they doing? what's going on? well their their youngest, who is probably maybe 10 at the time, threw a chair across the room because he got mad at the teacher or punched somebody, you know, or grabbed them and threw them on the ground. well, when you when we drilled down, I'm like, so what are they watching what are, where are they getting this? they are big fans of professional wrestling and they allowed their young impressionable children to sit there and watch it with them. So when they see the wrestler throw a chair across the ring, Oh, that's cool. That man, that got attention. So this kid threw a chair across the classroom. And in fact, he even hit a kid with the chair. So what are you feeding your mind? What are, what is impressioning you or being impressive to you? Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
2: Number five. Number five is the next area that we observe is language in the home. You know, the <laughs> home the home should be established as a very sacred place. It's our oasis. You know, we're out in this world grinding every day, hearing of all the different ideologies and, and all of that stuff. But when we walk in the front door of our home, that should be a place of peace. Yes. Uh, that oasis where we can shut off all the pressures of the world and relax. But what have you made that sacred place into? What ha, what has that haven from the world transformed into? So uh, that sanctuary now has become a place of sarcasm, mm. criticism, uh, screaming, shouting, cussing, all of that. Uh, And of course, if you're a parent and you're raising children, even more so, you've got to be careful what kind of environment are you allowing your kids to walk through that door and into. If you don't want your kids to uh, scream at you, stop screaming at them because they do Mm -hmm. what they see and Mm -hmm. say what they hear. And so what kind of messages, what kind of seedbed do you have in your home? Is it peaceful? Uh, is there tranquility, uh, in your home? Is it a, is it, does it feel like, and is considered a safe place or is it a place of violence, negativity? Is it a place of screaming and hollering and always friction? Somebody's going off to their bedroom because the living room, the family room, the kitchen is no longer, it's a war zone Mm -hmm. instead of a sanctuary. So again, what kind of language have you got?
1: Well, wow. it's just it's just interesting that to a lot of persons they're gonna be like, hmm. I, I, I can relate to a lot of what is being said. And I don't think people sometimes recognize that you can be so busy making a living that your house that it becomes that it is a house and not a home anymore.
2: There you go. Very you. careful. Very yes. careful. Yes. Very, very careful. Yeah. You you do. And and one thing that I always teach when I'm doing uh masterminds and all of this in this subject is, you know, if there's a grievance, it has to be resolved. You got to bring some kind of solution to the situation. It's not it's not what you say, it's how you say it that makes all the difference in the world. Oh, if, definitely dealing with a negative situation, you got to deal with it you got to resolve mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. However, what is the presentation that you're you your what is the delivery vehicle that you're bringing the grievance? Again, mm-hmm. it's not what you're saying it's how you're saying it mm-hmm. that will make all the difference in the world
1: yeah, yeah and I believe we're at the final one.
2: Number six, the final area is, that we need to examine in our environment is music music. Very, very powerful medium among us. Uh, again, when I'm in a mastermind class and doing this, I, I asked the participants, I said, uh, what do you do when you go to church? And of course, several say worship. I said, okay, but what else is going on while you're at church? And we finally get to the point of, well, we we hear the preacher uh, talk or, or give a sermon. I said, okay, great. And you know, if you go every Sunday, what begins to happen listening to that person give a message, you know, and there's all kinds of ideas, but the bottom line is you, you build your faith, you, your belief system becomes stronger in God, in prayer, whatever the subject is. Okay. That's once a week and you are experiencing what psychologists call behavior modification. Mm -hmm. So then I switch it to what is a song well song is a set of lyrics lyrics that was formed or a story told within a song about a situation uh country and western i'm crying tears in my beer over you my wife left me and stole my truck i mean it's always like sad stuff <laughs> yeah you know uh You know, and I'm not criticizing styles of music because there is good in everything. But when you go to rap, you know, the negative side of rap is a lot of anti-authority. Women are sex objects, different things. What kind of message are you listening to? However, they have Christian rap, you know, that propagate the gospel. So there's both sides of that coin. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What kind of music? Because here's the difference between going to church on, once a week on Sunday and hearing uh, one sermon a week that increases your faith with music you've got it every day you've got yeah. it all we got yeah. earbuds in our ears and, and you know we got it playing through the earbuds on our phone uh, we hear it in shopping malls we hear it in the grocery store music is everywhere so again like a book like a video what are you feeding your mind with this powerful medium called music that's giving you somebody's story uh, of a situation. Hmm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. As you're wrapping up of all of them, though, if you had to pick, say, the number, well, you started with that one as the number one. But with all that you have said, what do you think is maybe the one that you think people really, really should pay the most attention to
2: So the number, out of the six, the number Mm -hmm. one that we need to look at, Mm -hmm. well, that's a tough one. Um, You know, pornography is prevalent, very prevalent, but it's also very secret. Okay. Medium, or excuse me, music. Music. I I would say music would have to take number one place and a very, very close second would be pornography.
1: Okay, okay. Thank you so much for sharing, Ed. It was a pleasure.
2: Oh, my pleasure.
1: This was Making It Last podcast, where it's all about helping us to have better relationships, not just with ourselves, but with other people. I'm learning daily. Until next
0: time. Making it last is all I care to do. You loving me. I loving you. Fathers and fathers, husbands and wives, sisters and brothers, friends for life.